0: Hello, hello. Welcome to IGN UK podcast number 308. My name is Gavin Murphy. To my left, Ireland's eighth best export, probably. Oh, number powers. one. Definitely number one. And to my right, the hardest man in Croydon, Mr. Chris Tilly. Hello, pod people. How are you doing? Duck hunt. Um, d- duck, duck hunt. hunt. Um, th- do people care that it's
1: 308? I don't think so. No. Why Cut that bit out. It's already in now. <laughs> we well, you can cut it I'll out. I'll never say a number ever again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wonder because we used to say it, and then we were like... No one really cares. Yes, no one cares the number's right, no one yeah. it, it to was, keep tab it then... was for basically we should do it cuz whoever was
0: uploading it so they'd know what number it was,
1: <laughs> which is
0: not a reason really to do it. Anyway, it is not. But we had some big news today and that was the Batman vs Superman trailer dropping uh doing Jimmy Kimmel. I actually woke up around that time so I watched Jimmy Kimmel and watched him intro it with Ben Affleck. Um it was quite a cool little intro like he was sort of pretending that he didn't really know that Ben Affleck wasn't Batman. And Ben does his name was like, I need you to say my real name. Say, what's my real name? And he was like, Whoa, Bruce 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 Wayne. Um, it was quite funny. Did he call him Batfleck? No. Nah. Oh. You nah, woke up around the time it. that was showing? Yeah, I woke up about 20 minutes before it was on, so I found the stream and managed to watch it. Was that it on really that. late or early? Or? Yeah, it's like 25 to 5. Something Ooh. Like
2: what? Yeah. what? What's wrong with you? Well,
0: I knew I had to come in and do the Rewind Theatre for anyway, so I was kind of had that in mind. Dedicated imagine. man. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know about any of this. Really? <laughs> I found out
1: when I woke up this morning.
0: <laughs> I, didn't I, didn't lives. Watch I didn't even watch it till lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it like half four this morning. But yeah, no. So, I mean, we watched it. Uh, We've done a Rewind Theatre on it. It's pretty interesting. It'll be up by the time you do this. And a superhero show show going up on uh, Saturday. Um, But, I mean, there's been a lot of big trailers in the last week. We had the Civil War one as well. So we thought we would go through our favourite trailers of 2015 because there's actually a really cool article at the minute being sort of spread out that you guys have done. Yeah, the top 100 trailers of all time. Movie trailers. Yes, movie
1: trailers. Um, I'm guessing that you guys had a look at that and... yeah. What did you think of the uh, top 10? What was the top 10? I take it you guys had a look at that. (laughs) I wrote it down because I knew you hadn't. Uh, Number 10, Alien. It's a good one. Number 9, Skyfall. Really? I don't remember that trailer.
2: It wasn't one of the greatest trailers of all time.
1: It's the number 9 of the greatest trailers of all time. Uh, Number 8, Prometheus. It's a good trailer. Number 7, The Dark Knight. Which one? I don't know, top of my head. (laughs) Number six, uh, I'll say cinematic trailer two. Uh, Number six, Raid Two. Uh, Yes. As a good trailer. Number five, Requiem for a Dream. That's a really good trailer. Curved number on? four, uh, Mad Max, first Mad Max Fury Road trailer. Yes. The teaser. The Comic Con one, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's really good, that is. Number three, The Social Network. Yes. The Kanye West Power one. I clicked on it and it wasn't working because I was watched, I clicked on something wrong, so I yeah. didn't check which one. It must be the Kanye West Power one because that is brilliant. But oh, the Radiohead one is really good.
2: I love all those trailers. Yeah,
1: yeah it, well, I don't think it was a teaser. I think it was a full on trailer. Okay, yeah. Number two, Independence Day. It's a good one. Okay,
2: yeah.
0: Jurassic Park, number one. New. Uh, Cliffhanger. Right era. Is it? Yeah. Indiana Jones? Nope. Um
1: Indiana Jones isn't really a film. No. You need to you need to qualify it with a, a title, that's a character um, name. You said
2: no anyway, so I don't think I need to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Go on, what was it? Terminator 2 teaser.
0: Ah, okay, yeah. Which was a great teaser. I remember yeah, seeing that yeah, in the yeah. cinema, but that's cool. Anywho. Well, this year, well, so we've expanded this not just movies, it's games and telly as well. Rory, do you want to kick us off? With- I
2: will, and I will kick us off with a game trailer. <gasps> so my first one of 2015 is was a trailer for Destiny the Taken King expansion.
0: I just watched this.
2: I thought it was good, especially because this was the first time I ever gave any attention to Destiny before. Okay. Um, and I think that like if this one faced a challenge, which was how do we get more people on board, but also appeal to the people who have already played the game. Right. You have to like hit that sweet spot. And they did it really well because they have this whole introduction where it's like establishing you and everything that you've done. And basically there's this new guy entering the galaxy and he's like the biggest, baddest guy. He's like everything you've done is nothing in compared to this new person. And for me it was cool because obviously I had never played the game before but then it was saying well here's this new guy that's coming that's going to be in the game and of course he's going to come because you killed his
0: son with his own sword and i was watching it and i was like i did what? and it's like see i thought because there was a thing that you could do when the taken king came out where you could go to a website put in details and they would make a trailer From your actual guardian, from your actual character. That's really cool. I thought that's what you were going to put down. And it weren't. I I don't like this trailer. I think it's boring. I thought it was great. It's just, so it just reminded me of just any, it could be any sci-fi game.
2: No, it looked, I thought it looked (laughs) fantastic. Especially because,
0: (laughs) like, I didn't really know a lot about the game. Like,
2: all I'd seen was just uh, gameplay footage where it just looked like, like a lot like Halo. But this was some really great exploration of the worlds that you're in like some of the different weapons you're going to be using it was an introduction to the three new classes that I had never seen before I mean like it was like a guy in robotic future armor summoning a bow and arrow made of light and shooting it at these alien creatures I, I thought know, I like it was you. really cool I think it was
1: great Did you I Uh, I didn't because what I did watch was the trailer you originally put on this document I
2: think I put about four and And then you pulled it it. but I watched that
1: one made some notes on the division oh no so if we were were talking about you division now but I didn't put stuff on there we we shared this document with people and so whatever link was on there I looked at I looked at his I looked at mine I looked at yours and then you changed yours after we finished
2: the problem with the division one because I absolutely love the division
0: one the E3 Christmas one
2: it was yeah it was the, the the Cinematic one that I was yeah, in, love with. It, it wasn't in 2015. Oh, right, okay. It yeah. was before that. They did release another ah. trailer, but it was a gameplay trailer in 2015. Right. So, unfortunately, I had to remove it from the list because I wanted to be off.
1: Well, I really liked it. I said it had a great score. <laughs> it did have uh, a great I thought score. it was beautiful. Yeah. You know, it was really clever what they did with taking the people out. Um, so <laughs> it, it was good. So, uh, very cle- it, made, it made me think of Dead Island a little bit. Like, it was quite tricksy. Like, it wasn't like Direct footage, but they messed with yeah. it. So yeah, let's not talk about that anymore because that's not on the list. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Um, yeah. Chris, what's your one? What's your first one? So I'm gonna surprise everyone here. I've oh, yeah. gone for a little known release called Star Wars: The Force Awakens and the teaser. So which one's, which the one? first trailer.
2: That was your favorite?
1: Yes, most definitely. Really. I
0: think, Do you know we're, what I'm I think talking we're both going to disagree. Is it Chewy? I'm home. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh,
2: yeah, I thought that was number yeah.
0: two. It I might, it might have been. Second. What was the first one then? The first one was November, so it was John Boyega the first time we saw his face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. second one. Then. The yeah. second one was great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fantastic.
1: Yeah. With the Lucas film coming up, but gave me goosebumps. The music yeah. kicks in. We got to see it in a cinema as well. We did a couple oh. of times, yeah, didn't yeah. we? Uh, like you recognize the planet? It feels like Star Destroyer in the sand. Luke saying the force is strong in my family. Yeah. Uh, um, the look on Bayega's face when he takes off his helmet. Um, the Millennium Falcon getting our first look at that again. Yeah, that was awesome. And obviously Chewie We're home. Like Chewy We're Home's amazing. It's just yeah. well, it's the money shop. Yeah. It's just it was a perfect teaser and it didn't really give anything away. Mm-hmm. It showed me everything I wanted. It got me super excited.
0: Um, That's why I think all the like I mean, if you put all the trailers that we've seen for Star Wars together now and all the TV spots, okay, we do know a bit more than when we first started. But I feel like from that Dawn of Justice trailer that we saw. I feel like you kind of know everything about the film. Sure. Whereas Star Wars, I kind of, you know, you might know, we might be able to say, oh, this might happen in act two, this might happen in act three, but like, we're still kind of in the dark, I think. Even after all this time, a year's worth of trailers. Whereas with Dawn of Justice, I feel like they gave away a little bit too much, maybe.
1: Agreed. No, no,
0: it's been, it's been a, when we talked about the
1: Dawn of Justice trailer on the superhero show, I said exactly that in reverse, saying that Star Wars has done this in a much smarter way, as far Mm -hmm. as I'm concerned. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, what made me laugh though? It's seventy million views on YouTube, mm. ten thousand seven hundred and seven dislikes. Who are you people <laughs> yeah. that hate that trailer enough to click the dislike button? Yeah, ten thousand seven hundred and seven of them.
2: People love to hate stuff on I the internet. Many, I don't know.
1: How many million views was it? Seventy million. Seventy million. Yeah, seven zero. Because um, I'm sure there are mirrors where it's got a bunch. Of oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah um that's but, cool yeah i mean that's i mean i would say that's one of the best trailers i've ever seen that would be in my top 10 of all time definitely yeah i think
0: uh, that's definitely up there i think the Chewy we home thing was amazing i think as well because we saw it as part of like star wars celebration for the first time in the cinema so we saw it like the same time as they were showing it showing it there yeah introduced by warwick davis as yeah well. i mean that's like, what kind of made it was seeing little warwick <laughs> in front of uh, a very big screen IMAX screen <laughs> Yeah, that was really good. Uh, so my first one is The Big Short. It's just the Adam McKay film, um, which actually we've never talked about. We've just done our Look Forward to 2016 and we never talked about The Big Short, I don't think. Yeah, they keep inviting me to see it, but I
1: haven't... Oh, really? I haven't <laughs> been able... Well, it's just, it's not something I think we're going to cover a lot. And yeah. like in terms of
0: cast, I said, can we do any interviews? And maybe Steve Carell. It's like, no, nah, that's not what I'm after. Yeah, no, it's really, really good. I mean, it's uh, it's kind of about like the financial crisis and the, uh, the 2008 collapse, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but the trailer is just really, really slick it's got some really good introduced you to all the cast it, like Steve Carell's doing a funny voice again um, so is Ryan Gosling as well actually he's doing funny um, face to be honest like the they funny, made him look oh, really yeah. weird yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't like looking at him looking weird um, but I, I just I just really like sort of slick trailers like that and it's got awesome uh, bit of music which is uh, When the Levy Breaks the Led Zeppelin song um, used really really well and I didn't think it was a
1: brilliant trailer. I liked really? the first bit with Christian Bale. Hmm. I thought it looked like a really good film. But okay. in terms of a trailer, I was like, mm. I like the first half of it and the second half.
0: I'd like. Th- it kind of reminded me of the Wolf of Wall Street trailer a little bit, like the sort of like fast cuts to the beat and stuff like that. And I kind of just—I'm a bit of a sucker for that. I thought that was really good.
1: Did you watch that one, Rory? I didn't know. Even though we put all the links so we could all see them, I
2: did watch. I watched a lot of them on this okay, list. Okay, well I was we're going to see. For <laughs> you
1: watched a lot of them? But not the third <laughs> one, <laughs> one in the list. No, yeah, we're, we're, the third we're gonna one. We're going to find out how many he's watched as we go <laughs> oh, along. No. Well, if you haven't watched the third one in the list, bro. <laughs> I, like, I was
2: literally—I was—I was slammed working until like 15 minutes before. No, this we decided is going to be great. But we'll find out if you watched list.
1: Uh Did you watch? your next one Rory
0: I did I did I watched
2: it a lot of times so this is um, the live action trailer for the uh, Attack on Titan film
0: that was bonkers
2: it's crazy it is really really insane I mean (coughs) so the anime that was released is like one of the the biggest this year or last year it's like completely taken the world by storm it's so huge that it's done this it's spawned um, movies games like all this merchandise around it and spin-offs and things like that um I think I was really nervous the first time when I heard they were making a live-action film because obviously adaptations of anime has had a like video games very very bad Mm -hmm. pass you know and it's a difficult kind of concept to do when you have a serious budget for CGI and special effects. Mm. So I didn't know how they're going to pull it off. I mean, you have these giant monsters that basically eat humans. And that's kind of a difficult thing to pull off. Yeah. Uh, but after that first trailer dropped, I was so excited. Mm. The first shot when you see him peering over the wall and the smoke just billowing from his face. And then just the chaos in the action. It was really like the anime has come to life. But I think one of the interesting things um, about this trailer and about the actual film is that the film was not that good. It Ah. really wasn't that good at all. Um, And I just think that was was a really cool point because I love the trailer and it got me so excited. But the actual film itself not that fast I think that
1: could be a recurring theme in this feature to be honest Um, I agree with you I thought that was a really I hadn't seen it at all Mm -hmm.
0: until I clicked on it half an hour ago and I thought it was I thought it was really effective I stopped watching and I have to admit um, the bits I thought it was really really good up to the point where it then it introduced the sort of Hunger Games style element where they were just like, right now we're going to go after the Titans. So just, you know, yeah. yeah. And I thought, oh god, I was like, well, they've, got, watching it they've there.
1: got to do something. Yeah, they can't just let these Titans.
0: That's a good point. it's I like, especially the bit with um, the giant 111 with like the, the big smile, terrifying, films, like, <clears> really yeah. scary. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's really that
2: was one of the things when I was watching the film the other week. Uh, I think if you're a fan of the anime and you're watching it as an adaptation of that anime, yeah. you're going to be disappointed because while the anime is fantastic. They take a lot of liberties in the film and change a lot of the plot points and characters that you're going to be a little bit disappointed. But as a standalone, just Japanese horror film, like an independent film, it's a
1: really interesting concept and really Mm -hmm. well... Like some of the cinematography... Well, A guy shouts out, why did the Titans appear? I want to know. And... and I really want to know yeah. like, I was like yeah I'm this guy um, I will say there's, there's a there's a Korean film called The Host <laughs> uh, that came out about 10 years ago mm-hmm. you should watch it if, if that's your kind of thing it's absolutely brilliant but it's really about good. a big kind of creature coming to basically destroy
2: that sounds really cool yeah
1: and, but it's really good yeah. it's un- unlike you, you <laughs> said <laughs> Titans wasn't great no yeah. it's not this great. is a great film the so. anime
2: is fantastic I'd recommend you okay. watch the anime yeah. but cool the, the film unfortunately not
1: Good choice. Awesome. What's next for you, Chris? I've gone for a double header. Sweet. I've gone for a couple of horrors okay. The Visit and Goodnight Mommy. Let's talk about them. Yeah, well, what, what, what did you think of those trailers? Oh, you watched them, did I you? I watched both of did them. Did you watch both of them? I did. I'd yeah. love to get yours.
0: I so you watched two of his, but you did watch one of mine. <laughs> <five. laughs>
2: I watched, I watched. well, we'll get into that. Um, uh, what I really did you liked think? them both. I okay. really liked them both. I had actually uh, seen Goodnight Mommy from, I think you showed it to us like a while ago. Yeah, I said it around, yeah, I and said this is messed up. it really freaked me out. It really, really messed with me. It is a good trailer. Um, because you just get enough of the narrative to really want to watch more. But it was the first time I'd seen the Visit trailer. And that, that was really cool for me personally because uh, it really hit home for me because it reminded me of a lot of horror stories that I used to read when you grow up as a kid. And I think it's because when you're younger there's a really familiar theme in a lot of uh, horror stories for kids where it's something's wrong and the kids know it and they try and tell adults but the adults won't believe them. Yeah. And that always seemed like a really popular thing yeah, yeah. because as a kid you would realize you'd be like well, this is such a horrible thing these like an a monster, it's monster in my closet monster exactly. under my
1: bed and no one will believe you and I I, I just love this. That's those, a really good kind of point. So in case, in case you don't know these because obviously we're talking about quite visual things on an yeah. audio yeah. <laughs> but, but good night mommy's about um is a foreign film about two kids torturing their mum or their mum torturing two kids. You're not really sure, two mm-hmm. twin yeah. little gorgeous looking twin boys who are super creepy. And yeah. The Visit, everyone should know, because that's M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. But yeah, and I, I put them both down and then I was making notes on both of them just now. Mm. And I, wrote, I was writing down the same words. Weird, scary, creepy, freaky, disturbing. And it, it applies to both of them, so that's why I kind yeah. of uh-huh. I, I put them together. And what I found interesting was watching The Visit Trader now, having seen the film, it's good. It, it's good. Yeah. I think it pays off if you've seen the film as
0: well, because you can see, you know what's going on a bit more, and it's. I never. Wa- I, I saw the visit, um, but I, I didn't watch the trailer before going to see it, and I. I do think quite a lot of the big. The, the scariest bits are in there yeah no but it didn't ruin the film it's, I tell
1: you what okay, it's a funny yeah. thing with horror trailers they can show you the scares and yet when you're watching the film you will not remember yeah, them yeah. I, I don't That's know what good. it is I think with action films and, and superhero films mm. I remember the moments but with horror films they're normally so fast yeah. yeah, and also there's quite a lot of freaky moments in the second half of The
0: Visit yeah I guess so but there's the, the, the moment that I remember most is in the trailer. I was like, oh, I wonder if I would have spoiled it for me. But what would not. you mind getting in the oven to clean it? No, 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 no. Something else. Yeah, something else. But I don't want to say it just because I no, it sure. Yesterday. But the, my my also the funniest and my favorite bit from the visit is in the trailer as well. So I'm glad I didn't watch it before because I went mad when I actually saw it because it's really funny. Which bit? Funny. The bit with the shotgun. Okay, yeah, that, that didn't
2: look funny at all. It's so funny. It's really not funny. It's, it's
0: not funny. I was, was horrible. R- uh, I was
1: really oh, was creepy. Really funny. <laughs> But Ooh. yeah, if you, if you want to see uh, a child Good put turn, in a cockroach
0: in its mother's sleeping mm, yeah. mouth, then watch the Good Night Mummy trailer. Yeah. Oh. Uh, next up for me, kind of similar vein to Rory, is um, the True Detective Season 2 tease, uh, which uses like um, a lady that they had throughout the series um, doing like original music for them in the club. Um, pretty much like every episode as well you see her. And it was the first thing that we saw and just like you know the first thing you see the like this is how they're following up true detective and even no the second series was pretty rubbish I still think it's a really, really good tease because it just teases that world and the atmosphere and the characters, and it does enough, I think. But you don't. No, it's so, it it so boring. It's so boring.
2: Yeah, I found it so dull. I'm not. Why? I find it very hard to, to remain entertained through slow <laughs> fade in, fade out shots with jury music in the background. I'm just like, oh, come on, I need, I need something here. It's only Sixty and seconds it's just long. Too long too Long, I have a very sharp attention span. You got to grab me
1: and you got to hold. Attack me. on Titan was three minutes and 12 seconds, mate. This is less but it than was a minute.
2: Giant monsters eating humans. This was like this a fade in. What, Vince, um, a you face Vince Vaughn, a giant monster? Then...
1: <laughs> um, I thought it was really good. I, I really liked like it as well. Yeah. I, I can't remember if I'd seen it before or not. Mm. I get I, I'm sure I had, but I thought the music was great. I, I like all the actors, yeah, and they're all really good looking and nice to look at. And it's just Vince Vaughn. Well, he was very he was very good looking yes. in swingers. Yeah. Really, he's, he's, he's got a bit looking he, in He's got a bit puffy. He always he, goes, he gets puffy. He goes up and down. He always
2: yeah. looks so tired. Yeah, yeah, he so does. So
1: tired. He, he leads a good life, but yeah. um, I feel. Like, what was I going to say? Um, I feel like it's sold, the, the show sold already because yeah. you're coming out of season one. Yeah. So they didn't really need to do much, and yeah. they did Anything. just enough for me. That's what I think. Yeah, and it was better than the trailer that followed. Really, yeah, definitely. There are certain things where I think that's enough. Yeah, it's a great teasing. Maybe, good maybe choice that was really maybe
2: that was part of it because I didn't see True Detective season one, mm. so I'm seeing. Although no, because it's different people, so yeah. I still don't have any connections to these yeah, people. Yeah. So no, I have no idea. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the character. first time we, we saw, saw a bunch of them. Well, like, they're different
1: people. You know, it's not. That it's yeah. a different cast and different yeah, characters.
0: It, but but just getting that atmosphere. I thought it had quite a Twin Peaksy vibe as definitely, well. Yeah, and there's some really, and there's also like creepy bits like in the right, one of the creepiest bit in True Detective season one is sort of it's this really slow. Shot that ends one of the episodes where you think you're meeting the big bad guy and yeah. he's walking really, really slowly. And there's a shot at the end of this which is like kind of similar to that. And I thought, oh, you know, it kind of harked back to Pro Detective Season 1, which is exactly what I wanted. And it's exactly what it wasn't. But yeah, but, uh, yeah. Uh, for
1: me, that was the trailer being better than the show. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Rory, what's Probably your next exactly. one?
0: My next one is the Batman
2: v Superman Dawn of Justice trailer, the first one that we saw. Okay. Uh, I picked this one because. I'd heard a lot about the film. I obviously, you know, we we write about it and talk about it so much on the site, but this was the first time that it really sunk in what was going to happen in this film. Sure. It was right at the end where it's that you know, you it's know exactly what's am talking about. Yeah. Where it's the thunderstorm, and the do you bleed, and Superman slams down to the ground, and you just realize at that point these guys are going to fight. <laughs> Batman and Superman <laughs> are going to fight. That's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, in this I film. absolutely agree. And it was until you saw. Uh, ben Affleck in his bat suit and um, Cavill, Cavill? Yeah. in his in Superman suit. And just the tension between them and just building up to this point, it really gave me a flavour of what was going to happen in this film. And it, I, I was way more excited than yeah, I thought it was gonna I was going to be. It's something that people
1: know. have been dreaming of forever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, since, the, since this was per- first drawn in a comic book. And so to see it realised you oh, know yeah. you hear about it but just seeing it I think you're absolutely right it's like the first time you saw the Avengers all together exactly yeah, yeah. you know that 360 shot uh,
2: 360 shot the, 360 you know? shot, the money the, you know, the
1: money shot the hero shot uh, I agree that's enough you know they mm-hmm. could have literally just done that they didn't need to do anything else in that teaser which we
2: will get onto a little bit later sure but no I, I completely agree
1: so, so you think that's point. better than the, the new one
2: yes cool. yeah no I agree I think that trailer could have definitely been postponed for a lot later and yep. come out more in a time more recent to the film, um, yeah, be more
1: appropriate. Chris, your next one, Mad Max Fury Road. Okay, um, it's not the best Mad Max Fury Road trailer because that came out last year, and that is a better trailer. Ah, right. But yeah, I wonder is, why that one wasn't on there. Yeah, but this is still a really, a good trailer, yeah. really good trailer. So yeah. which one is which one is this? One? I think it's Trailer Two. Yeah, it is. Or yeah. it's the final the final trade? Uh, it's just the energy, the momentum, the madness, the kind of the visual insanity. Mm. Mm. Um, you know you had Nick Holt saying oh what a lovely day and it was yeah. just it just seemed like this is so off the charts like it just seemed completely unique and original and well not original but um practical you yeah. know we were seeing m- yet more stunts that all looked completely real uh, and for me it was better than the movie I liked the movie but honestly uh, the movie after a while it got to me it gave me a headache and really? the last half hour I felt like the movie could have been the last half hour I disagree uh, but yeah, I know I'm in, I'm in a minority massively yeah. on this one but for, I actually enjoyed the trailer more than the film so really yeah I thought was, I thought he did a really good job of selling that, a film to me that I one, didn't yeah. love but like I say I know I'm most people disagree with that
2: I know what you mean it's it's
0: weird uh, I bet you loved it it's just noise I two hours I think it's like one of my favourite noise I think it's my
2: favourite film in at least like the last two or three years is awesome. I oh, yeah. absolutely loved it it broke it's a big. lot of conventions with the types of films that I've been watching recently yeah. and I think the trailer did that as well which is really important because I think you fall into that problem where it's like if, you, if you're releasing a blockbuster film there's a very like cookie cutter style of trailer that you mm. can release and especially I know we're not going to go into it but the first Mad Max uh, trailer. Yeah. It, it, the first 30 seconds I'd never seen a trailer like edited. None, it yeah. was so unapologetically fast yeah. and <laughs> cut so ruthlessly. It was just so incredible to watch. Yeah. And it just got me so excited for a film that, as you said, I had no prior interest to at all.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So I'm gonna round things off then with the Cuphead E3 trailer. Now Cuphead is a really this. weird little indie game made by two guys in Canada and It was kind of shown off a little bit before, but we had a first full trailer at E3. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like harking back to like 1930s, like Max Fleischer-style animation. And it's all original music as well, which is the thing I really like about it. So all the score is originally done by the jazz musicians. It might actually even be the same two guys. Um, And I just really, really love the style of it. And it doesn't like give away too much of the game, even though, but it shows you like some of the cool bosses. It's vintage jazz. It's not new stuff. It's all the original recordings. No, no, it's original recordings for the game. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I read that it was uh, it was actual original jazz recordings they'd used. Yes, I think it's the right. their original jazz recordings. Okay, I think, yeah, um, but yeah, I just really really. Loved Has the, the game style. come I
1: mean, out? No, it hasn't. Right, I I found it really strangely nostalgic, just yeah, because definitely. I grew up yeah. on platformers exactly like that. Yeah, and also I grew up on a lot of cartoons like that because mm. you wouldn't know this, Roy. Back in the day, there weren't many TV channels, <laughs> and there weren't many kids' shows, and there would like you'd get these crappy well crappy old-fashioned 1940s cartoons on at tea time and you'd watch them yeah. and it was just bringing back all those memories of watching this stuff that I, t- you pre- I pretended to enjoy I didn't really enjoy it I watched a lot yeah. of Tom
2: and Jerry I yeah. didn't
1: particularly enjoy it yeah. some of the pre-Tom and Jerry stuff that was just weird yeah. but yeah I liked it, it looked, visually it looked great <laughs> it looked but really equally good. just looking at that side-scrolling platformer uh, style was making me frustrated right, just okay. bringing back memories of how frustrated those games would make me well that's Man. one of the
2: funny things as well about yeah. this game is because it is allegedly Ruthlessly it's hard It's solid It's unbelievably difficult. solid What is the
1: point? Mm.
2: I th- yeah I think it's kind of strange Because I, Well it's really cool Because a lot of the people Obviously when they're going back To make like a 2D platformer game The obvious choice is like Let's make it an 8 bit game Like well let's go Like vintage And towards yep. Like a previous time But this is A totally different Style in yeah. art direction Which no one has really done before In a video game but then obviously that's a bit weird it's like you make it look so childish but you make it so difficult to play
0: the only thing is with it like the trailer is amazing and I played it like the day after seeing the trailer when we were out at E3 and because it's so hard and because it's so fast, you just want to kind of stop and look at everything. But if you stop, you're dead. Like even though you've got infinite Gen lives, sucks. you know the right yeah. difficulty level. Mickey Mouse Castle of Illusion. That's good. Because yeah. I think it's about the only game I've ever completed. That's hard. I <laughs> <laughs> it's hard though. Does it? Yeah. yeah. So last one, good. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so those are our favourite trailers. anyway. Yeah. I'm sure we might have missed out some of your favourite ones. So let us know. IGN underscore UK feedback <laughs> at IGN <IGN.com. laughs> Now this week's great stuff. 2,500 people have apparently auditioned to be the young Han Solo, according to the Hollywood Reporter. Did anyone around this table get a, get the call? I sent my tape in. Did you? Yeah. Oh, Got no. Gotta get up
1: there. Did you... Gotta get on the list. You didn't do your stupid accent, though, did you? I did, I did, I did
0: this accent. We're the home. Now. We're <laughs> home.
2: Chewy. That was supposed to be gab. <laughs> didn't really
0: work that well. Yesterday, <laughs> he was trying to do my accent. And what did you say? Do you want a curry?
2: No, I said, what? I said, Doctor Who... Doctor Who. That's alright, that's quite that's good. That's not bad. That's what how the, Gav says it. What, yeah. about,
0: what about the curry thing? You uh, said, do you want a curry?
2: Yeah, but it sounded... like
0: asked you if you <laughs> wanted a curry? No, you're always Just on then, the curries, Just yeah. twice. Yeah. Just <laughs> Just uh, who auditioned see, then? Is do great. we know? I haven't actually looked this up. Do we know who auditioned? Apparently. Yep. So uh, so the guy from Mr. Robot, Rami... Whatever oh, his no. name is. He has, but also Dave Franco. Mm-hmm. Miles Teller. No. Um... Uh, but my favourite one is Ed Westwick, mm-hmm. the guy from Son of Rambo.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The
0: older brother, yeah. I think that is the one. Do you? I Except like Dave if, Franco.
2: No, I mean, he's like cheeky, too smart, like too smart, way too smart. Too
0: smart. Taron Egerton, I think, is number one. I'm looking something up now. Definitely number one. But Ed Westwick is. I, I didn't. I f- completely forgot about him. I think he's in Gossip Girl or one of those things. Yeah, he is, things, he is. Um, and I think it's him. I really, really like him. But um, you, you want it to be him rather than you think it's actually going to be him. <laughs> I want it to be him, yeah, yeah. Obviously, they don't know yet.
2: So is this lots of stars and then what, listen, 2000, 2,000
0: other... 2,500 people have, peasants? Have, have apparently auditioned. So whether or not they're sending in their tapes or anything like that, okay. like we don't know. I'm but, a little
2: insulted. I wasn't told they were auditioning for... Well,
0: you can still send it. I'll, I'll
2: do Young Luke that's more fitting just yeah. grow my hair a bit longer and yeah
0: oh that be I, mean, I could imagine that actually the force
1: but, is
2: with us uh, yeah,
1: friend of the sh- friend of the show Duncan Jones yeah Hi, he Duncan. was suggesting a guy called Ben Schnetzer who I interviewed he's in Warcraft okay. which Duncan's directed who I interviewed on the set of uh, Warcraft and didn't figure out until a long time after he's the lead actor in Pride mm. Where he plays—is he English in it or is he well? He's English in it, isn't yes, he? He's English. In I have no idea. So that's good acting for a start. But he's—I <laughs> think he plays a cool young buck in, in kind of Warcraft, like okay. a really likable, tough kid. Oh, and so uh, he said he'd be really good. He's a good-looking guy. He's got a great face as well. Mm. So well, yeah, but
0: what's, let me look. What, uh, what kind of let, face? Let me let me hold on. Let me is he get Scruffy-looking. Because that's the thing. That's the, with, the thing with Taron Egerton and Ed Westwick. I can kind of see them doing like the hand Solo mannerisms. Definitely not Miles Teller or Dave Franco. No. Even, well, though, I, even though I really like both of them. Not Miles Teller. Why not? What,
2: what's your pick from Miles like, Teller? I don't like
0: his head. I don't
2: like the shape of his head. Eh, I
0: can kind of see that. He's got a big forehead. Nice looking yeah. lad. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's not too bad. Well, see, it's
0: going right.
1: to be interesting. What a role, though. What yeah. a, what how, big uh, shoes to fill.
2: How young is young Han Solo? What age is... Your, is I don't, don't, don't know. know. don't
1: think we know. don't know anything. It looks right, know anything sounds like they're, in, they're talking to people in their early
0: 20s. 20s. Yeah. But that's the thing. You've got to go unknown, I reckon. I oh, it would be great to, to create a star definitely you've got to go unknown for it because like in the same way as like John Boyega style you know someone who maybe has been in a couple of like yeah. small things um, but cause how I often re- do they do but John Boyega was playing a a, a, a new
1: role whereas mm. whereas this is like you know James Bond yeah almost and they've they've rarely picked an unknown for James Bond Lazenby's still. the only unknown. It didn't work. Yeah. But James Bond is actually Timothy inception. Dalton. Timothy Dalton was. But Han Solo is like James Bond. I think we could see we could I see other people playing this character down the line. But you, I you think playing him in a different way. No, sorry, I don't mean that. Okay. I don't mean that. So yeah, you're right. It's got to be someone that looks and sounds like him, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah.
0: But I mean, like, I I actually really think that Uma McGregor does a really good job of Obi Wan Kenobi like I actually kind of liked that a lot of people didn't like his sort of impression of the voice and stuff but
1: yeah I kind of it grated it. on me a little bit yeah I kept comparing it too much because yeah. of the voice it was it's I don't hard. know it is hard I, I, I'm i gonna be a better judge of that because I'm hoping to watch all six in the next couple of weeks so the next hours yeah like in a row so I want yeah. I want to see good I wanna, idea. I've, I've never done
0: it and I want to see how that transition yeah feels I'll give you um, I've got copies of this thing called the Despecialized specialized edition and I've, got, I've downloaded all the copies of that. So it's basically this... Um, I interviewed the guy, actually. I got this cool, like, interview for, the, um, for Rebel Base from it. And it's this guy called Harmi. He's, like, this uh, possibly Polish guy mm-hmm. who went through using all these different bonkers techniques to take out all the changes that George uh, Lucas made. And, like, he was just a guy who was just, like, barely had any kind of... Awesome. Um, you know, no experience editing or doing any visual effects or doing any kind of masking or anything like that. And he taught himself how to do it. And, like bonkers and like, he's possibly, it- Polish. possibly Polish possibly Polish yeah. <laughs>
1: um, are they high def yeah I'm in. I'm in. I'll, uh, I'll bring them in for you because they're really, really good. You gonna yes. watch
2: them all like back to back, like a big marathon? As much or, as like, I can,
1: but I don't think yeah. I'll watch six films in a row. My
2: brother and uh, he no. did it, and it was like it's over like a day.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think it'll it'll ruin my enjoyment of the latter three. Yeah, yeah if I'm tired end, and I'm, I've bad. seen enough, so
0: I'll, I'll try and space it out. But I want to do it in as short a time as I can. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, we've done it. I've done it recently, and what I would suggest is for the for Phantom Menace, uh, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. Do it while you got something else to do. Sure, um, I'll keep my phone out. We got we got Lego. We got some Star Wars Lego and built That's that. That's a good built idea. That while we did, while we watched those, and it was fine.
2: Build the Death Star um, before you destroy the Death Star. Exactly. Yeah.
0: If you not want that, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited to see who plays <laughs> him. I, mean, I, think, I think, to be honest, it's got to be an unknown because otherwise, people, no one's gonna like it. No one's gonna go mad for it anyway. But like wherever whoever they cast, people are not gonna like it, are they? because that's what, that's what they're not going to like the casting but they might like the,
2: when these in the film exactly yeah the yeah. big thing what's up what's next is great Rory oh my gosh this is probably the greatest thing that's happened all month okay me and Dan mm-hmm. and obviously Rich is dead but his reanimated corpse <laughs> yeah all went to a quiz, a pub quiz, all based on the UK office. Okay.
1: Oh, that's cool. Um, I don't know. Did my invite get lost in the post?
0: Or I think it, I don't I think know, it did. We what there. Okay. Well, actually,
2: it was a full team as well. Well, no, it was supposed to be a full team. I was because invited because and Bex, turned it down. Yeah, Bex was supposed to come. That's even worse for him. And uh, so was Rich's girlfriend, but she got sick and couldn't come. And then Bex, well. To be fair to back, she had, had a flight and she got in like halfway through, but she was still a valu- valuable member of the team. Okay. Um, but I mean, we had watched The Office pretty much on loop up until this point. We were answering some ridiculously specific questions. Yeah. Like a what? Like in the episodes where uh, the guy comes to do some team building exercises, there's a room in a fake hotel that David Brent makes up where there's been an accident. It's <laughs> like, what is the number of that room? in the hotel we were like 362 like, like what's the price of the laser jet ink paper at uh, the company they work for and we Wernham were like and whatever Hogue. yeah Wernham Hogue, like 260 mm. 260 apiece you know like nice.
1: all these like
0: insanely specific you things. sound super annoying it was yeah, no one hates we that well this was the best part as well <laughs> well also as well can I point out so my girlfriend does quizzes like she does like a, a monthly quiz or oh, fortnightly quiz back where she um, comes from and she did an office one so in the pub on friday night she did her quiz for them did any of those questions come out oh
2: uh, yeah yeah there were a couple <laughs> yeah, and of also them. also rich just googled office pub quiz and a lot okay. of the questions you could not tell while you were there no, no 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 we just use google for the answers
1: it feels like you were cheating in advance uh, i do not no, approve that's, that's, that's just called and... revision <laughs> cheating yeah. in advance um, basically we were,
2: like, we were doing pretty good. We were doing pretty good. And then at the end, the guy was like, all right. So for the last like special round, we want one member from each team to come up on stage and dance like David Brent. And we were like, Oh, like it was Sunday afternoon. None of us were really in the mood. We just worked so hard and like trying to get all these questions, right? Have you been drinking? Um, not really. Just like one drink pretty much. Mm. So basically everyone, one person from every team came up and they're all excited and they were like, "All right, someone from the back, someone from the back." And we were like, "I think we're just gonna not
1: join in." How many
0: teams? No way, you didn't.
2: <laughs> so was, there was about six teams. Okay, about six teams. Did you
0: get points for doing the dance?
2: You got loads of points. It was Why? like ten or twenty. Why points Why didn't for, like, you doing do it? I was not in the mood. Like we would you have We'd done? We really enjoying the quiz. Would you have done it, Chris?
1: If I winning the quiz, it was, and a bunch of other people are doing it, it was literally
2: like up on this stage, and everyone going nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and So you no had one, to do like the awful dance. So no one did it.
1: Dance. So no one from our team went but up. Did anyone else do it?
2: Yeah, everyone. On everyone,
1: everyone else, else did, team it. It's did it. pathetic. You're pathetic.
2: <laughs> no, but it was literally just <laughs> everyone in this room laughing at these people dancing like idiots, doing like these really awful <laughs> Mate, dance moves. They're having a
0: great time. They're laughing at you. And then that's fun. It's really called fun, Rory.
2: I'm usually okay. I once danced for an ice cream in our office. So know? yeah, you that's, did. That's you know, have watched that video mark.
0: somewhere online. <laughs> <I can't laughs> that's not didn't going go away. I soon. thought if I had to put money on anybody that I know going up to do the David Brent, if I was there, I would have made. I would have. <sighs> I reckon I could have like peer pressed you. Yeah, there, made, <sighs> I I like, pressed you yeah me too. <laughs> so, well, so but in spite of you not getting those points, you still won.
2: That, that was the awful point. Like at the end, he was like, <laughs> "And the winning team is uh, the guys at the back who didn't want to dance," and it was literally just. Boo. <laughs> like, the most awkward conclusion to any quiz. Oh, my it's God. like, so if you want to come up and uh, get your 50 pounds. You should have <gasps> gone up and then like done like the dance. <laughs> <and laughs> <laughs> middle fingers. everyone. We nah, 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 Did nah, you win 50
1: oh. quid each or 50 quid as a team?
2: As a team.
1: As a team. That's not bad. It's, it's all good. right.
2: Paid for drinks. So that was pretty much it. Just nice. a free, free evening. But it was just unbelievably awkward. Just the stares at the end. But should have revised more Didn't even need to dance And we still creamed them.
1: Yeah I won true. a quiz last night Did you? London's Hardest Film Quiz The Bigger boat one Yep Nice Victorious it is really What hard. did you get? What was your prize?
0: Uh, a Rocket Raccoon That's pretty good Their prize is right when I first moved to London, their prizes were amazing. <laughs> they were so good. We used to do that quiz all the time, <laughs> and then their prizes just got like worse and worse and worse. But they put. But in fairness, it is one of the best quizzes because they put yeah, so it's a very good quiz. It's a really good quiz. What's one of the? What's give me an example of one of the good prizes? Um, there was a giant Hellboy. How giant? Like it was huge. <laughs> like, like, like to massive. scale or something. Um, they do a good yeah. job though. They yeah, do a good really job. Really
1: good, They're yeah. good guys, cool. and uh, it's a fun quiz to do. So I recommend that one. Yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, good. Chris, what's your next great thing? We had Zach Galligan into the office star of Gremlins, Billy Peltzer in Gremlins 1 and 2. Yeah, uh, He stopped by last week because he was presenting the films at the Prince Charles. Yeah. Um, I didn't make the screenings, but I got him in here to do quite a long interview that we're currently
0: figuring out what to do. He played uh, Gremlins game with you, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, that was fun. I t- it took everything, <laughs> everything in me to not call him Billy. But to be honest, after meeting him, he was such a nice guy, even if I had. I don't think he'd have been asked. You should have said, can I call you Billy for the purpose of this? I think he would have been up for it. My favourite thing is, because it was something I said to you earlier on in the day, and uh, I was like, Oh, I remember. Now. I used to fancy the lady gremlin from Gremlins too. Did <laughs> you guys? And you were like, absolutely not. No, no, I didn't go in. And then uh, you asked of it, right? And apparently- he got weirdly offended by it when I asked him. He was yeah. cooler with you than he was with me. Yeah, with me, Lee, he was when, like, when I asked him, he was just like, no, nah, not really. And then, but apparently, yeah,
1: he was. Yeah, super- he's like, it's a freaking alligator with makeup on, like. <laughs> Um, and we had a long chat about Gremlins 2 which will probably be next year Mm. Um, we did a fun video 10 12 things you didn't know about Gremlins which will be up very soon but I also asked him about Gremlins 3 now people like things he said at the Q&A's people wrote stories saying an update on Gremlins 3 there's no update he just said stuff that was said in April yeah. he reiterated he's got no new news they've not even spoken to him but Chris Columbus said that it will happen and it will be connected to the originals it will be right. like, like, like a Jurassic World kind of like a reboot but also a sequel cool so, will he be involved in it he doesn't know at this point They've not, they've not reached out to him yeah. um, he has no idea he wants to be involved uh, he wrote some stuff right he said he wrote a treatment um, a few years ago because okay. he was trying to get the ball rolling yeah. and they weren't interested uh, <laughs> that's kind yeah. um, so I asked <laughs> him you think it
0: was like he just like called him up you're right, you're right, buddy. <laughs> Zach, he's like, you right, mate. I haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah, I was just uh, passing by. I've got this script for Gremlins Three. Can I, can I come up and read it? Oh, I'm really busy. Oh, you're already in the building. Come on in. Come on up. Come on. <laughs> you didn't didn't you do that last week? Um, so I asked him
1: what his ideas were, and we just actually got chatting. We started like spitballing ideas, and he hmm. basically pitched me four ideas for Gremlins. So I thought I would read them out okay. uh, they're up on the site in full if you want to see him actually pitching this but um, his first one was uh, well I've, I've given the names new liquids new threats so what if it's not just water that affects them but what if like milk does something <laughs> to them <laughs> or <laughs> coke? milk was the worst liquid you could have
0: gone with like, it was like, the
1: first one he said it's actually. even calmer oh, wow. than water it's
0: but like... who knows how it reacts with a, yeah, a, a it's modified. like alkaline isn't it so like you put, you put it on like burns and stuff
2: well, we'll calm them down urine you don't know do you what if you
0: does something well, weird. Well, that's to them. a much yeah. better
1: one. That's wild. So, so, what if different liquids turn them into different kinds of creatures? I'm not. I'm not Imagine a product placement
0: in that as well.
1: Like
2: fairy liquid on them.
0: Like, like Seven Up makes them really cool. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cherry
0: Seven <laughs> Sunglasses, Up. Sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't mind that.
1: Number two, Godzilla Gremlin so this is quite a long one but he said what if there was an additional third stage we don't know anything about these creatures
0: this is quite a long one it
1: sounds like it needs to be the one the shortest one no it's good it's it's big no no because there's more here Uh, as as he put it out in both films the gremlins are wiped out within 24 hours yeah but what if they continue to change and turn into different things
0: that's actually good
1: yeah this is less good um, So in his film uh, Phoebe, Phoebe Cates has left him So Billy's a single dad He's struggling for money uh, His daughter to make them some money puts giz- Sells Gizmo on Ebay and a Richard Branson like character buys Gizmo for his daughter, so Gizmo comes over to London, and um, it comes over to London, and they spill different stuff on it, and it spawns Tea. all sorts of crazy stuff, and then multiplies. The Gremlins,
0: <laughs> the
1: Gremlins come out and all go down into the tube because that's the one thing you want to see: Gremlins in the tube messing up. Yeah. Um, but then he said, "Don't like you know, go, w- in London." <laughs> he said, Do "You know what a fractal is?" And I did not. Uh, so a fractal is when you take a bunch of different little pieces like pyramids yeah. to turn into a big pyramid right. yeah. he said maybe the gremlins are off somewhere and they're like burrowing in the in the underground and they all group together and turn into a Godzilla sized gremlin
0: that bursts out and like takes out Big Ben I mean I kind of like the second stage I like the the eBay thing is actually quite smart hmm. like cause if they're really poor and then she sells it and then it's like where's Gizmo oh I sold him like but yeah, I don't know about the giant
1: thing. Uh, Yeah, Gremlin's evolution continues. So this is back to what I was saying earlier. So you you have the, they turn into a third thing that's grotesque, but he said, what if they change into a fourth thing? And that fourth thing is like a butterfly, a beautiful, harmless thing. So you have a sweet ending.
0: Oh, so cool. they, uh, uh, do they know that's coming maybe that's part of it it'd be quite it? anticlimactic
2: like, though if you're like we need to stop it before <laughs> the moon reaches a point in the sky like something and then yeah. it happens and then they just fly no, away no because
0: they would be really good because like if like they learn that they've got these evolution but they don't know the last one is going to be good so like they're like right we have to stop it at this one or by the time it gets to this one it's going to be really really bad but they don't manage to do it so you have this like really really sad ending and they're like oh god what's it going to turn into turns into something really nice yep what about that I think you've got a good idea. Yeah. I, 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 oh. I do think we should dedicate a podcast
1: to our ideas for this. I, I've
2: got a good one. I've got a good one, okay? right. So, so the, it, we'll take the, the first idea so there's, there's <laughs> more points where they can evolve. So they yeah. keep changing and it keeps going on. They keep getting bigger and more dangerous. Right. And then we realize the only way to beat them is to have the same effect. So when we, we drink water, and if you put that on, on gremlins, then they become monsters. But we need to find out what the gremlins drink and put it on ourselves. And then wheel change as well. And then so it's like gremlins versus what like superhumans
1: fighting. <laughs> fighting I, out I, 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 cool. I'm with you. I, I think it's a, t- it's, a, it's a terrible idea. Um, <laughs> but I have his final one. Okay. Um, he thinks that they should switch it up a little bit in the second one. So no gizmo. Okay. And this time it's a female gizmo. In in, in another shop somewhere else gets, you know, bought for a little girl and and, and the same stuff starts happening and it all kicks off and they're in trouble and they don't know what to do. Um, How do you stop this? You call in Billy and Gizmo and so they come in like Ghostbusters or something to save ah. the day they, they sort the whole thing out because they've been through this before yeah. and then at the end it's just like you go to, he cuts to Gizmo's little cage and he's got a little female Gizmo with him and they hold hands and so like Gizmo's but, in love Yeah. and then who knows sets it up for another sequel because they can have a baby Mogwai oh, and who yeah. knows what's going to happen there gremlins. but yeah. um I, I, th- I think like and he was talking about, the, well, I was saying the marketing potential for little female gizmos selling yeah. to little girls is big. Massive, yeah.
0: Because, like, to be honest, there's got to be more gizmos, right? Mm. Like, there's got to be more gizmos somewhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, the novelization gave him a backstory and he was right. from another planet and someone had invented it, but that's in a novelization. Right, but, okay. yeah, I mean, of course, there has to be. So, al- although um, I guess he does self replicate, so I don't know if you do need another one. Uh, yeah. But, um,. I don't know. It'd be great to get people to write in their pitches for Gremlins That's Three, though. Idea, yeah. So, and maybe we could we could dedicate an actual podcast to our our Not ideas. Crates yeah. so, yeah.
2: of them being shipped off to an island for safety, but the boat sinks. Oh so no they, All of them it's Hello a, a crazy They start coming
1: up Like evolving From the <laughs> gonna, waters I'm going to put a pin In these right, now. Right, uh, right. uh, yeah. But save them People
0: can write in IGN what, underscore UK Feedback uh, What? IGN underscore UK <laughs> Feedback at IGN.com
1: Yeah Last yeah. one Rory what's your Bit of news That you're liking
0: uh,
2: this week, we went to the launch of the Battle of Jakku, which is the first DLC map for yeah. Star Wars Battlefront. Me and Gav went down. It was basically us and a bunch of other YouTubers and press in this arena cage. Yeah. We got to be the first people to play the new game mode on the very first map. And uh, we actually, it was the first time we've done this from the UK. We streamed it live on IGN. Yeah, And thank goodness, I did not succumb to the pressure. I kicked Ass.
0: Yeah, you did. You did really, really well.
2: There was I saw they I used was proud. they used it on the Snapchat as well yeah. yesterday. So you have like a little 10-second preview and it was literally just me like Killing one guy, hitting one guy, turning around and like sniping someone in midair. like yeah. that was the preview. Just I just zoned out and became one with the. I heard the force calling me and I answered.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It was it was kind of odd because it was a weird event and mm-hmm. there was a lot of like tech issues, as you can imagine. This, there was like forty people playing, so and it just didn't work. So they kind of had like Rufus Hound and this lady presenter who I don't know the name, and it was just it was kind of awkward. You were meant to play another map. You meant to play Walker Assault on Jakku. Yeah, uh, but it didn't work. So it was kind of like this, like, really rubbish ending
2: to yeah, it. was. Yeah, um, it was a bit of lapse in communication, I think, between the tech team and the hosts. And especially yeah. because it, they were broadcasting it themselves, EA, but then there were also maybe five or six people who were playing that were broadcasting separately, like yeah. us, for example, yeah. and Ali-A. Which we won't even get into that guy. Jeez. He's, a, he's, he's got a bit of a rivalry going on. He doesn't know it, but yeah.
0: uh, we do. He's certainly not aware of it. He's a really nice guy, but his game is definitely COD because yeah. he was not He was good in the practice, but he wasn't very good in the actual live thing. Oh. I, felt, I felt kind of sorry for him as well.
2: Why? Because uh, I mopped the floor with him?
0: He actually <laughs> kicked his ass. I think he actually came last on the, on the map that we've he got did. up on. Yeah. He's up on site, so you can, guys can watch it if you want. You guys want. can laugh at him. Um, but I kind of felt a bit sorry for the two YouTubers that were there. So it was Ali A and Vixstar mm-hmm. um, who... Like, I'm not really into, like, the YouTubers scene, but they are two really good guys to watch. Oh, like, yeah. and they, they, But they didn't... They kind of had this, like, really, really awful, stilted, uh, kind of, like, chat with, like, Rufus Hound, and it was, like, really, really bad, just, like, you know, r- rubbish uh, Star Wars puns in their script. And I just kind of thought, like, let the YouTubers talk. I know. Like, that's why those guys are here. It was such a, it.
2: such a horrible juxtaposition between a really great idea and a really bad one. So yeah. it's, like, let's get all these YouTubers... Uh, and we'll allow them to stream it themselves on their own yeah. channels so we'll have our channel we'll have all these different channels yeah. and then also they have like hosts that don't necessarily fit Just with the content and then they think we'll set it up like a rivalry so we'll get yeah. Ali A to fend off against this other guy who there clearly wasn't a rivalry going on it was yeah. really forced I, like-
0: I, I I really think that it's like older people trying to put like trying to like market like YouTubers and stuff and just having no idea how to do it basically just like um make it like a rubbish top gear alright we'll do that and it's just like that's not why people watch YouTubers they watch that to get away from a rubbish top gear
2: yeah it's a completely different audience yeah it's weird it's but you never told me who he was by the way who Rufus Hound
1: he's like a
0: comedian oh yeah, comedian oh. turned actor yeah
1: he's very nice
2: mm. very, nice, he? man. He's very yeah. nice
0: guy yeah. I'm not a fan mm. <laughs> Um, well, that's what was great. Now we're on to what's irate. And the Batman vs Superman trailer. I wasn't that impressed with it. I really, really, really like the tease. Like, we actually just did our Looking Forward to 2016 podcast the other day, uh, which you'll hear later on, before the end of the year, I think. Yeah. Um, and you asked me, Chris, like what superhero movie was I most excited for? And I said Batman vs Superman. Now I feel like I've seen it all. That really felt more like a clip from the movie rather than a trailer <laughs> a that scene
2: clips. where they kind of met it just really dragged on it could have been cut up and made so much more country. Oh,
0: like the editing like, like it should have been cut up like, he should been. Was, he's an editor I'm he an editor that's <laughs> how
2: I think <laughs> really do you dragged. disagree he thinks he
1: thinks in terms of edits <laughs> that's he, fine in that's totally fine <laughs> I
2: think that
1: that's drag, why sometimes drag. we're having a
2: conversation in the kitchen and I'll be like we're gonna cut here Yeah, I just, walk, <laughs> I just walk out
1: he's, ed- he's
0: editing your, your words out right
1: yeah.
2: now <laughs> not, you're muted I didn't, I
0: didn't I thought that was one of the best bits of it but yeah you're right like I, I'm, I'm not sure why that was in it they, but there was like some really bad editing later on though where like they cut a lot of it to music um, mm-hmm. and I kind of didn't like that um, I really like the tease a bit where you've seen like you know the desert scene which like Krupa's adamant is a dream sequence um for various reasons. I'm not sure if it is. I don't know. But don't that, know. that's that's the most intriguing part of all of that for me because it, just the other stuff and like introducing Doomsday so early, I just don't understand why they did that. I mean, like, we... Keep some stuff, man. Have
2: we all seen enough of this film by now? Too like, much. I don't need to too say any Way, way,
0: way too much. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm perfectly
2: fine for them to put a pin in this yeah. until... Two weeks before the film's release, you
0: know, unless they're smarter than us, and there's you know there's a very good chance that they are, and actually we think we've seen loads of it, but we haven't seen. Well, we haven't any. seen Aquaman yet if he's yeah. in the film, mm-hmm. and they've
1: got to explain what those kind of whatever Kryptonian soldiers or whatever those is going on there. Yeah, we're gonna find out about them, but I, I can't think of too much more. No. Um, I'm just I've talk, spent all day talking about Superman. Yeah, but we do, we've done a whole superhero show on it that will be live on Saturday about yeah. why why we think. They may be shown too much, or awesome. yeah. how much of their hand they're shown. That'll be good. And speaking of that, um, the thing that's upset me a bit this week is, and we're <laughs> part of the problem here, we do print every rumour that's going because people are interested, we're interested. Yeah. But I hate the fact that kind of spoilers seem to have become scoops.
0: Yes. You know,
1: and it's something I don't write up. I know we do put them on the site from time to time, but I just, I don't enjoy I don't like knowing spoilers. I no. hate that I have to analyze trailers sometimes because I'd rather go in knowing as little as possible to a film, but it's happened with Gardens of the Galaxy. People are so desperate to find out who Peter Quill's dad is. Yeah. That there's so much speculation online and then people are writing new stories that everyone are covering or saying they know who it is. And yeah. so, and James Gunn has been very good on Twitter. He's very good with people on Twitter. He, he does seem to answer a lot. Yeah he engages um, and you know he's saying we're not going to tell you you know it's, it, I know who it is he knew who it was he said before he wrote the first one mm-hmm. and you know you'll find out when you watch the film yeah um, but there was apparently a story this week saying who it was I haven't actually read the story so I'm not even going to say Okay, um, but he just he did quite a long uh, Facebook post just to debunk it saying there wasn't a word of truth to it and, cool. and kind of make a statement about it um, he said from this moment on I'm going to stop commenting on any rumours surrounding Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 because eventually someone is going to come up with a spoiler that has some truth to it. That said, the rumours surrounding Quill's parentage at the present moment are completely false and aren't even close to the truth. I don't know how people come up with this stuff, but it certainly isn't through legitimate sources. Which I think, I'm um, high five. You know, yeah, yeah that's fair cool. enough. Um, I think it was like called Heroic Hollywood. I don't know who they are who, yeah. who said this, stating it as fact. But um, yeah, good for you, James. You know, keep as much as you can yeah. secret.
2: I always find that really strange when people are really into a film. So, like, for a sequel or something, they'll hunt to find out these secrets. Yeah. What are you going to get out of this? Yeah. Well done. You've found you know, out we, something that would have been fun to enjoy. We do an element reality.
0: of it. And, and,
1: I, and I do think that, that, that Hollywood is feeding the beast a little bit and that they do put clues in the trailers and mm-hmm. things, you know, yeah. when, when we were analysing Spectre. It's part of the fun. Yeah. And, you know, people can choose to engage or not. But now it's just like... It, I always find it very hard to not stumble across... If that story had been true, right, okay. to not see that somewhere on yeah. Twitter or Facebook or or a website, yeah. and it was it was annoying me because I don't want to know. I want yeah. I want to be surprised or
0: sit down and in the dark and find out. Yeah. Absolutely, it's interesting what he says there about like um, at some point he's going to uh, he's going to stumble across something that's an element of truth there. Yeah, because yeah, because when you're denying yeah. things, yeah, you don't want to have to deny stuff. Like yeah. it was a shame that oh, I was going to spoil a film there. Right. Carry on. <laughs> um, because I was up this morning with uh, the U- US sort of people when Jimmy Kimmel was on yep. and when Doomsday got introduced, there was some guy who writes for one of these like big scoop sites in LA. And uh, he was just like, see, I called it. And he's making this huge song and dance about the fact that he'd sort of guessed that Doomsday was going to... Like, he was the one that everyone had laughed at saying that he was going to Doomsday. And, and like, he was just making this huge song and dance about it. And I kind of like... I just sort of scroll through his site just to see where it was and he just writes up any old shit <laughs> Right. like and it's just like it's one of those things like yeah if you throw enough shit some will stick like, yeah but he was claiming like oh yeah I I, you know I came up with this like I knew it was going to be doomsday I was just like you've just Yes, it's, it's speculation. Right. I'm like, pretty sure we discussed on the super
1: show a long time ago about yeah. the fact that there there would be another villain and who could yeah. it be and potentially yeah, yeah, doomsday. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's common sense, isn't it? But yeah. equally, I would rather have not had it confirmed yes, until I watched the movie. Yeah, that would have been yeah. fun for that to be a
0: big mm-hmm. surprise.
1: Yeah. Well, Hey-ho. that's
0: what we're rate right about this week anyway. But let's move on. Some feedback, then. Sure, I'm going to start.
1: We got so, you guys. While I'm not been on the podcast, seem to have been annoying people. Oh yeah Uh, Who spoke about Jessica Jones On the podcast last week Maybe Me Mm. Cooper Uh, This is from Alan Scobie Who says um, This is the first time I felt the need To send in some feedback And afraid to say I was a bit disappointed With your discussion Of Jessica Jones Uh, Is it because we don't Have the same opinions as him let me finish (laughs) sorry I recognise that you applaud aspects of the show and it's first but considering all of that some of you spent um, most of the time focused on David Tennant's character and none at all talking about the show's protagonists or other female characters Uh, is that true did you mainly talk about the men and not the women
0: don't know I think we talked about it quite
1: Alan thinks you did also you talked about their relationship as being abusive without feeling the need to say that the character was a rapist he's the ultimate male domination fantasy all too often found in cult fandom and the show never once glorifies him or attempts to give him a sympathetic edge I think overall commentary was fine but that's kind of m- what we talked about that we, that, that's what the main point that we were making I think he says I think overall commentary was fine but even more glaring when discussion is an all male team now I'd actually disagree with this because I think there are points in the show where they, try, they do try to make him sympathetic
0: you think yeah yeah I I, only,
1: I didn't get any further with uh, it. So yeah, when when she decides to maybe help him go good, okay, just she sees no way of stopping him unless she tries to like be right. with him, and it, it doesn't work. But I I, I didn't really think that it was trying to make. I have read people though reading it as as you saw you yeah. know you saw a sympathetic side to him
0: even. Yeah, but it's interesting. I mean, yeah, I mean if we did focus on it, I I honestly think. I mean I'm not as you can tell from the conversation that we had last week I'm not a fan of the show I'm not yep. a fan of her um, I find like the conversation between her and her best friend just really really hard to watch <laughs> I just like they just don't talk like, gen- like real people yeah um, but I also I'm kind of uh, I'm not a massive fan of uh, Ritter anyway and I just kind of I hate that kind of like Prime Suspect did an amazing job of it, of making, like, you know, a really hard-ass sort of character. And I I don't think this is a very good one. I don't think it's very good at all. And Kilgrave was quite an interesting character to talk about. I think
2: that's it. Like, I haven't actually watched the show, even though I've done a lot of the the work that we've done for the site. Um, But every conversation I seem to have with people, it's... It's, they think the show's pretty good, you know, but everyone really loves Kilgrave. Like, he, like everyone's talking about... Like I mean, love's a him, strong
1: but. word for a rapist.
2: Well, not love, but
1: interesting character. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I, th- I think, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, the other one is, is more pressing, though, Gav. And I think you know what's coming, don't oh, you? fucking hell. Uh, just want to flag up Gav's comments about Robert
0: Webb.
1: Oh, <laughs> he, here we go. He made some abusive remarks about the man and stated that he was a swear word deleted uh, posh (laughs) Tory based on his tweets yes until recently Robert was a long standing Labour Party member and activist he backed Yvette Cooper for leader and has been hypercritical of Jeremy Corbyn he has had non-stop abuse on Twitter for his willingness to engage in debate the toxicity of that debate pushed him to resign from Labour even with that recent resignation he's clearly not a Tory yes but he is successful enough to probably not mind being called names or posh
0: yeah so basically (laughs) I knew that he was a staunch follower of party but I just got it wrong Um, But Uh. I stand by my thing He is a twat If you look at uh, Look at his tirade Against Uh Corbyn the other week and why he's decided to leave Labour um, he's an awful person okay yeah we don't need to call people names
1: though sorry <laughs> no, yeah. uh, well, I think you might have a good bit of feedback next yeah this
2: is a great one from James <laughs> saying Duck Hunt in the wake of Gav's comments about Robert Webb being a Tory on last week's podcast oh, I follow no. him on Twitter as well and he's actually a member of the Labour not the Conservatives <laughs> and uses Twitter as a political tool for Labour How many fair enough of to I call got. him a twat but Tory is a bit harsh
1: I think that's quite funny. I
0: I got I've got I got it wrong. I'm a big enough man to admit that I did.
1: We're moving on though.
0: We're moving moving on. on. I bet there's more. No, there isn't. There isn't. (laughs) As for that David Mitchell though. Yeah. Bloody (laughs) So Tony Shang from New Zealand awesome says it's sad to hear that Luke is leaving IGN as that's put a lid on my idea for the name of your podcast have Luke and Rory be the regulars on the podcast well that's not a good idea with <laughs> Alex slash Chris slash Dan slash Gav as rotating hosts the name of the podcast The Babysitter's Club I mean it's a good thing but I think our listenership would plummet <laughs> if it was just Luke it's a clever
2: name for an unideal scenario I think Excellent. I think Excellent.
0: that no one's
1: clicking on the Babysitters Club, uh, <laughs> apart from like tweens or something. Yeah, no one probably won't to listen to it that. Would be a very answer, specific yeah.
2: audience. But also,
1: yeah. I don't think you know uh, how miserable that used to make me when I had to do podcasts where it was the two children together.
2: That was that was <laughs> early we, days. We
1: talked about this, haven't early we? That somehow days. it always seemed to be me that was left with you two <laughs> it kids. Was, it was loads of times as well. People really, I think enjoy, it was people twice, really but enjoyed it, felt it though. No, I, I don't think they did. I'm not
2: liking it
1: uh, I want an email from Rob uh, So who was talking about how great Captain America 2 was? Uh, all of us Cooper. Okay Krupa um,
0: yeah, loves it <laughs> And you
1: so, uh, I think it's sure alright Rob, Rob says my only problem with Cap 2 was the revelation of Bucky uh, when there was dr- the dramatic music in close up and he finally took off the mask I had no idea who he was until Cap said Bucky <laughs> uh, he could have been unmasked from the beginning of the film and I wouldn't have recognised him up until that point people are expected to have photographic memories or to watch movies several times to commit every character to memory just in case they'd reappear later on this uh. is getting increasingly difficult with so many movies to watch and games to play these days and then he says he's not as dumb as he sounds but um, I'll be honest I I um, I guess I knew
0: going in, but I did think he did look quite a lot different. Uh, well, his to the hair's point longer. that I wouldn't. <laughs> I didn't thought. yeah, I can kind of see that, but Bucky, is so, he's such a big part of the first one. Yeah. yeah.
2: He's also established in a flashback scene at the start of sure. the second film when
1: he's in the museum. He's right there, and he says the lines. Rob, that he says, you've opened yourself up to all kinds of criticism here. <laughs> like, <but> Rory's <laughs> remembered something, so like, <laughs> that's, that's how bad it is. Alone, yeah. Thank you for the email, though, Rob. He says he loves the podcast. Amazing.
2: Um, This is from Harry Green. Harry Green just says, Damn, if I'd known you'd read my email on the show, I would have said something interesting. Hope there's no hard feelings, Rory.
0: Oh, is this the guy who said, Have you ever been to a pub?
2: Yes. I think so. I think it was. Um, So that's it, really. No
1: hard feelings. No hard hard feelings, feelings, Harry. We're getting
0: to the end of the podcast then, I think. We are, yeah. Yeah. So finally, this is really cool. Maybe one of the best bits of feedback we've ever been sent. I think so, yeah, definitely. Um, I haven't... so basically to set it up I mean Chris wrote (laughs) it was quite funny what you just did it you just wrote a, a, a theme song for Spectre.
1: yeah I thought before they do they do the big reveal of the song this was like a long time ago yeah, yeah. yeah. six months ago eight months ago I thought I'd write my own Bond song and get someone to record it and, and Tal and Naomi in the States they kind of jam sometimes yeah. so I think Tal's got a band so I thought well I'll write it and get them to record it or I it was even like trying to get Matt Berry to do it yeah. um, there was a few people I, I was trying to and then it just kind of fizzled out but I did I rewrote the lyrics to Reflector by Arcade Fire, and I wrote a song called Forgot About Spectre. And then nothing really happened. I, t- I forgot about it, and then the film came out. I was like, oh. So I thought I'd just stick it out there on Twitter and yeah. see if
0: anyone was interested in recording it. And lo and behold. Ross Miller uh, from the Outer Lives podcast got a guy called Oliver Thompson Smith um, to record the song. Do you know what? Like, I've been sent things before in other podcasts, songs, and things like that, and a lot of the time when you get sent something, it's not very good. This is really, really good. The guitar playing is pretty impressive. I think it's awesome.
1: Because right? I genuinely thought they would sing over the top of a backing track. Yeah. It's, like a track. it's, it's yeah. on YouTube, yeah. the backing track, because I tried it yeah. myself. I can't sing, unfortunately, but just mm. to see if it's scanned. But yeah, he's like, guitared it and he's
0: sung actually it. actually done something with it, I yeah. mean, what was the best bit, do you think? The lyrics or the... Well, I think the marriage of both, okay. to be honest, I think. <laughs> you know, it's obviously, he's, he's had good lyrics to work from and that's probably spurred him building on building blocks and to create you know he's done his best work
1: out I mean of I will there. say there's no female voice on it they said they'd offer to re-record it if it does it's supposed to be man and woman singing right, but um okay. but we could make this a weekly thing so you yeah. know we're going to play the song now yeah uh, have a listen let us know what you think but if you want to re-record it i can send you the lyrics yeah. out there we could we could have maybe we could put together a whole album of forgot about
0: spectre well let's put your tweet with the um with the lyrics in this new story for this yeah so if people want to find out they can but yeah like please keep sending in those songs if they're as good as all of us <laughs> but don't let them put you off even if they're rubbish still send them in <laughs> uh, but yeah this is oliver thompson smith's forgot about spectre thank you very much we'll see you next week bye <laughs>
3: I'm in a mountain, surrounded by snow Alone in a mountain, with nowhere else to go I met hands, hands and friends In my Austrian face. Now he's an agent, with a license to kill And have my six agent, with a license to thrill Level 07, kissing all the girls But I don't have a soul, no, no, no And I thought... I stopped quantum, forgot about spectre. I thought I'd stop the spread of quantum, but now it's spectre. Emma's a friend, she had to ascend. We were at skyfall when she reached the end. We were a team, plotting with scheme. And now it just seems like some bad dream. But now he's alone, we know where to go. Shaken and stirred Out there on his own 007 Shacking all the girls But I don't have a soul No, no I thought I'd put a stop to quantum Forgot about the vector I thought I'd start the spread of quantum But there was a specter Forgot about the vector I thought I'd put a stop to quantum I thought I stopped the spread of quantum, but there was a specter. Forgot about the specter. I thought I stopped spread of quantum, but there a specter. I thought I stopped the, stop the spread of quantum, forgot about but the specter. It's a specter. Therapy infection, need inspection, a nasty collection, I need of inspection, and the correction. There's nowhere left to run, take them out one by one. They're an infection, need infection, an ethical action, in need of inspection, and a the correction. There's nowhere left to run, take them out one by one. Stop spreading quantum, Uh they respect you